Welcome to Grace New Hope and the teaching ministry of Pastor Randy Rainwater. Today, Randy is teaching on love rules. Please turn in your Bibles to Romans 2.1 as we continue on in our series, Simple Faith. Let's listen now. Well, open up your Bibles to the book of Romans. I'm going to teach. We spent four weeks in one chapter, and I'm going to go through the most two complicated theological passages, chapters in Scripture in one week here. Going to move kind of quick. Um, let me just ask this question before we read the Scripture. How many in this room would say you're a rule follower? That's kind of what you are. And how many would say nat- kind of naturally you're kind of rebellious, kind of a renegade? Be honest. Be honest. That's exactly what I thought. That's what makes this, this church so fun to pastor. All right. We're about 50-50 on that. Here's the funny thing. Now, I just saw this. The renegade rebels just waited until I was done talking to raise their hands, okay? They're like, no, we're not gonna do it when you ask us to. That, that's, that's, that's apropos. Okay, all right. So today I wanna talk to you a little bit about rules and truly about fairness. Three big things that I wanna hit today. God is kind, God is fair, and he is just righteous even when we're not. Romans chapter three, we're gonna be, look, you need a Bible. If you don't have a Bible, slip your hand up because you're gonna want one because it's not gonna make any sense if you don't have a Bible. And if you're online um, at home, please get your Bibles out. We're gonna, we're gonna park, though, in Romans 3, 21 uh, through 25. So if you guys would stand with me, I wanna read this text. But now... The righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law. Although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. For there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he has passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. And may God bless the reading of his word. You can be seated. You know, a lot of us, even the ones of us that are not rule followers, that are more renegade, we may not like rules. When Spring Crowder, Spring, uh, when she was growing up, Spring Hoffman, Buddy's daughter, she went to kindergarten, she came home. And you know, here's the deal. Before you go to kindergarten, life is pretty nice, right? You eat lots of macaroni and cheese and peaches and, and you get to play and kind of get to do what you wanna do. But then you go to kindergarten. She came back and Buddy said, Spring, tell me about your day. What do you think of kindergarten? She goes, rules, rules, rules. Yeah. Even if we don't like rules, there's something about justice that we love. I, this, here, there's a lot of songs. I, you know, I listen to a lot of varieties of music, and I was listening to my playlist um, this week. Um, you remember, remember this song? That's the night that the lights went out in. Yeah, remember who sang that? Vicki Lawrence from the Carol Burnett Show. Yeah, good job right there. Give that man a donut or something, all right. How about this one, okay? I fought the law and the sung by anybody know who sings that? 
the Bobby Fuller Four. Yes, someone at the top of all of our Spotify playlists. All right, how about this one? I see the trainer. It's, come on, sing it like Johnny. It's coming around the, and I ain't seen the sunshine since. We're going to have to work on our Johnny a little bit. And you know, no song of justice would be quite complete, no song playlist without that great classic theological masterpiece sung by the great theologian Charlie Daniels. Because the devil went down to, he was, now listen to this, because this is just, look, it makes you mad. He was looking for a soul to what? Steal. How dare him come to Georgia and do that, but we're gonna show him with a violin player, aren't we? Yeah, we're gonna, there's just, you're driving, you're on 285, and some jerk in a Mustang, I'm sorry, it's those Mustang drivers, you know, and, and, those, and some guy in a Mustang, like is buzzing in and out of traffic, and then the blue lights flip on, and you go, yes! The problem is it never happens, does it? Those guys never get pulled over, but you're driving through a South Georgia town and you go past a pink sign that says top, not stop. The S is rusted off and you get pulled over. That's how it works. Speaking of South Georgia, I went with the Grayson football team to Lowndes on Friday. How many of y'all have been to a football game in Lowndes? Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. All right. Now, we, we went to the game, and it was a lot of fun. It's a, it's a great experience. You know, I mean, it is, a, it is a community connected to their football team. But the holding calls were 12 to 1. And I started watching. And there was this, there was this one time, after they, we had like three touchdowns called back uh, in the game. There was this one time, and let me just be really clear. The coaches did not say this to the kids. I, the coaches talk to the kids about playing better and all that kind of, the coaches didn't whine, but man, I was whining the whole way home. And, and, and the, this one time, the quarterback throws the ball and our guy catches it and, and like runs it like to the three yard line. And, and, and after the ball was gone, one of their kids runs into one of our kids and after the ball's gone and our, our player falls on him and the referee throws the flag. And I'm like, that might be falling. It ain't holding, you know. I, I, don't, I don't know what that is. And then another time, I'm watching the play, and, and I'm standing there, and I'm wearing, like, Grayson clothes. Don't worry, Archer. During basketball season, I'll be wearing Archer stuff, okay? But, but I'm standing there on the sideline, and the official runs over, and he says to me, you know, I'm, he goes, 52 if you're interested, you know? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, is this a restaurant or something for after the game? I, you know, I don't know exactly what we're talking about. And, and so, so our coach Carter comes down and he goes, what, what player? And he goes, and coach goes, we don't have a 52. <laughs> There's just something about that that doesn't feel right, you know? We, we want justice. Here's, here's the first thing. We have a God who is just. We have a God who is kind and fair. Look at Romans chapter 2. Verse one, you have no excuse, oh man, every one of you who judges. Remember, chapter one talked about all kinds of sin patterns and stuff, and now he's, he's talking to his people. He's saying, that's what you were, this is not who you are now. For passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself because you judge and practice the very same things. We know the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things, 
Do you suppose, O man, you who judge those who practice such things and yet do them yourself, you'll escape the judgment of God? Now watch this. We have a God who is kind. Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance? Some of your, some of your Bibles say the word tolerant right there. That's not the best word. I'm gonna show you why in just a minute. And patience. Now watch this. Underline this in your Bibles. Not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance, the new living says, does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see his kindness is intended to turn you from your sins? We have a God who cares about us and is patient with us and is kind with us. And sometimes we feel like we're getting over, but we're not because the blood of Jesus cries out justice and says, come back, come back to the truth of the gospel. We don't have a God who is looking past. We have a God who is looking intently into the details of our lives and is calling us to a different way. Here's the second thing. We have a God who is fair. Verse five, because of your hard and impenitent heart, you're storing up wrath for yourself. Remember wrath for us as a believer, and even says this parenthetically in this passage, that that we have a God who longs for us, who desires for us who longs to be in relationship. Wrath doesn't just mean, wrath doesn't mean I hate you. Wrath means I long for you. I, I, I desire you. We, we translate it in our terms. But, but look, at, look at verse 11. It says, for God shows no partiality. We have a God who shows no partiality. Here's the, here's the next part of this, that we can choose justice or Jesus. Look at verse 14. For when Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do what the law requires, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show the work of the law is written on their hearts, while their conscience also bears witness, and their conflicting thoughts accuse or even excuse them. There is something inside of us that calls for justice. Amen? You watch something on TV. I watched what was going on in Russia and, and in Ukraine with the Russians, and I was talking with the Ukrainian pastors, and this is all I can say. We're gonna have a surprise in the next few weeks. I'm not gonna tell you about it before, but we have something really special coming. But I watched that, and it's like, that's wrong in anybody's book. There, I have a, my dad has a file of, um, of, all the Nuremberg trial materials, the original magazines and all that. Because all those men and women who served and fought in that war and gave up so much of their lives. My, my mom had a child that, that died. My dad was here and, and my mom was, was pregnant and, and my dad had to go to war and that baby died and, and dad never got to see that baby, never got to comfort my mom, was, came back three years later. I mean, that's just a lot of people had those kind of stories. You, you, gotta, you have to process that. And there's this call for justice. This was wrong. And the whole world said this was wrong. Now, I want to show you that justice is something that we have an innate desire for. I, I want to do a spelling bee. I need some volunteers. I need three volunteers. And if I don't get volunteers, I'm going to draft. All right? So I got, okay, one right here. Come on up here. All right? All right, there's one, okay, I'm, I'm, and you can sit right here. I need two, I need another person. 
Come on, I need volunteer. You can, you can come right up, up that way. I need another volunteer. All right, back there, come on up here. All right, Leilani, come on up here, Leilani. All right, and then, and then okay, I got three. All right, I got three volunteers, okay. All right, so this is, here's one, two, and Leilani, you're three right here. All right, okay, so you're two right here. All right, okay, all right. Okay, I'm gonna give you your words. Don't start writing. All right, make sure your Sharpies work. I do wanna make sure that your Sharpies work. Okay, all right. Okay, here we go. All right, I'm gonna give you your words in just a second. Okay, all right, okay. And now, now don't start writing until I, I say go. Okay, all right. Here's your word, cat. Would you like it in a sentence? I think I'm good. <laughs> Let me give you one. Why would anyone want a cat? All right, okay, all right, okay, all right. Here's your word, ordo salutis. Okay, ordo salutis. Um, I can put it in a sentence for you. Okay, Wesley has a different ordo salutis than Calvin. Okay, all right, here's your word, acquiesce. Would you like it in a sentence? Acquiesce, would you like it in a sentence? Spell acquiesce. Okay, all right. Okay, ready? One, two, three, go. As soon as you're done, you can hold your paper up. We have a winner! You, like, wrote that in Latin. That's amazing, yeah. We, we actually have the spellings of these words here, okay? Leilani, you're still working on it. It's not that long of a word. <laughs> So here's how you actually spell these words, okay? All right. So, so congratulations, and you win. You win. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, you, get, you, get, you can have donut and coffee. Go to the trailer, get donut and coffee, okay? But I want my parents to get something as well, because that was not fair. Wait, 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 wait. Where's the microphone? Okay, okay, say, say what? I want my parents to get some donuts and coffee as well, because that wasn't fair. What, what was not fair? What the heck is ordo salutis? <laughs> well, obviously, if your pastor was more of a theologian, you would know the answer to that question. But, but it's the order of salvation. You didn't oh. have this, You don't talk about this at the table every day? I, I mean, don't think we use ordo salutis. It's Just Latin. I mean, say. okay. I, here, what's not fair, though? Because I got an easy word. I would have wait, taken wait, wait, wait. aqua. Did I say the words were going to be equal? <laughs> no. No, he did not. No. Did I say it wouldn't be Latin or acquiesce, which I, no one knows how to spell? <laughs> Let me see. How'd you do it? Aqua. All right. Yeah. All right. You got that part down. So, so there's something about this that isn't right, though, right? I mean, anyone, I mean, now just, I want you just to imagine this. Imagine this is your 10-year-old daughter, okay? No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Imagine this is your 10-year-old daughter. And you're like, oh, that's not right. Thank you, guys. Okay, give them a hand. All right. Don't tell people next hour what's going to happen, okay? All right? Okay. You guys can all, you can keep those as souvenirs. Do you want me to autograph it for you? All right. And you can take that and, and turn that in at the trailer, and they'll give you a donut and coffee. There is something, though, inside of us. This is the point. Look, we, there is right and wrong. And there is something inside of us. Now, we can dull that. As, as Dr. King said, you know, you can become a thermometer instead of a thermostat. 
letter from the Birmingham jail. He says, you know, we gotta be thermostats. We have to change the temperature, but, but you, you, can, you can dull that. You can, you can blind that. But there is something about, you see it and you just go, that's wrong. That is wrong. There will be justice, know this. Look, look, at, look at Romans chapter two, verse, verse um, I'm sorry, Romans chapter three, verse three. Romans chapter three, verse three. Because, and here's the thing, God is faithful even when we're not. What if some were unfaithful? Does their faithlessness nullify the faithfulness of God by no means? Look at, verse, look at verse six, by no means for then how could God judge the world? We have a God who is faithful even when we're not. Last, last point, number four, look at this. I, I can't pay for what I do not possess the ability to pay for. We have a, a God who is the just and the justifier. That's verse, verse 26. We're gonna work backwards from that. A God who is the just and the justifier. If for verse 20 of chapter three. For by the works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight since through the law comes the knowledge of sin. You can't pay for what you don't have the ability to pay for. If I took a bunch of middle schoolers to the Louvre, which I would not recommend, and we got there and they said, there's the Mona, the Mona Lisa's at the Louvre, isn't it? Yeah. So we get there, and, and I, got these, I got these middle school boys with me. I got my middle school. I, I, I lead, Daniel and I lead middle school boys on Wednesday night. Wave your hand, Daniel. All right, Daniel and I do this. Okay, so we got our middle school boys, and we're at the Louvre, Daniel, which that's, that'd be fun, okay, just to go to you know, Paris. But, then, but we get there, and, and I go, guys, the Mona Lisa. And they're all, one, two, three, go. And they all pull out squirt guns and go, get the nose. Who can get the nose first? And then security comes and tackles me and Daniel. And the, and the guy walks up and he says, that'll be $928 million. <laughs> and, I, and I take out a piece of paper and I go, no problem. I owe you. It, this is just like cash, babe, you know? No, I, I don't have it. I can't, I can't, I can't pay it. This I can't pay for what I don't possess. The law shows me that, that, I, that I can't do this. The law shows me that, that I can't do this. You, you can only pay for what you have the ability to pay for. There's a story of, of a dad and a little girl, and the little girl was deathly allergic to bees, even if she had an EpiPen. And they went to the mall, and they got some stuff, and they're, they're driving back, and and somewhere as they were getting in the car, this bee had flown in the car. And the little girl's just screaming, but they're on the interstate, and there's no, there's no place to pull off. And he looks out of the corner of his eye, and he sees it's on the headrest. So, so if you're a good dad, what do you do? You just put your hand right up on the bee. Because if you swat it, it might get away. You put your hand on it, and what's the bee do? The bee stings, and when the bee stings, it dies. The, the threat is gone. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where's your victory? That's what Jesus does on the cross. 
He puts his hand on the bee. The, the sting goes into him because he had the ability to pay. See, see I can't pay for your sins because I'm a sinner. I, I can't pay for something. I don't have the ability to do that. Verse 21, but now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law Although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, in December, we're gonna, our Christmas series is Jesus BC. We're gonna go back and we're gonna look at this path of the gospel that we see all throughout the Old Testament. And then we're gonna step into the year of our Lord on, on January 1st. Gonna be a great year next year. So excited about, know what we're teaching almost the entire year. Gonna be in the year of our Lord. But we begin with Jesus BC. The law and the prophets, all the Old Testament, all of, all of these words point to this desire, this need, this need that we have for Jesus because we have a God who is true and he is kind and he is good even when we're not. Verse 22, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. There is no distinction. We have a God who is fair. Not like this. We have a God who is fair. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's the bad news. Here's the good news, the beautiful news. Look at, look at this. He says this in verse 24. Not only have all sinned and fallen short, but they are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Because Jesus is the forbearing. Remember I said that word tolerance, a bad word. It's not the, some of your Bibles say tolerant. Tolerant means I put up with you. Forbearing means this. You're in a ditch and the, the water's coming and you're gonna die and, and I get down in that ditch and I forbear you. If I forbear you, what do I do? I put you on my back and I climb out of that ditch because I have the ability to do that. That's what forbearance Forbearance means this is gonna cost me something. Forbearing, to bear. I, I'm gonna do this because I'm for you. Jesus is for you. And if, if Christ is for us, what can be against us? That's the gospel. He is our forbearance. Look at verse 25 whom God put forward as a propitiation. That word propitiation, it's a substitute. There's a, a classic no, novel by Dickens about a tale of two cities, and there's these two men, and they resemble each other, and, and one of them goes and takes the place of the other one. The one man that's in prison is gonna go face the guillotine in France. It is is Darnie, he, he has a family, and and, and this other one, Carton, who, who doesn't, he goes and he takes the place. And that's a beautiful story. But here's the thing. Jesus goes and takes our place because he's the only one who can. This, verse 25, this was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over former sins. He doesn't ignore them. If you think sin is not a big deal, if you think it's not a big deal, then point to the cross. And if you think the cross is no big deal, remember this, that's someone's son. That's the, that's the weight of sin. That, that's how big a deal sin is. 
Your sin, my sin, it's that big of a deal. It's not a small thing. Oh, it's not a big deal. If it's your kid, it's a big deal. We, we watch the news. I, I remember... I remember after 9-11, and I remember, and I've told this story before, but I remember a politician getting up and saying, bomb, 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 and, and if there's collateral damage, so be it. And I remember being in a room with Buddy, and Buddy was crying, and he goes, he goes I know those villages. I know those kids. I know some of their names. When it's yours, it means something. Jesus goes to the cross and takes our sin on because he can. Verse 26, it was to show his righteousness at the present time. The cross does a bunch of things. It shows God is kind. It shows he is fair. That Yeah, there's a penalty. There's a payment for sin. It shows the love that God has for each and every one of you. If you ever wonder if you're loved, just look around at people's necks and look for crosses. But it's one more thing. It shows his righteousness. The cross shows the righteousness of Jesus because he could pay it. He, had, he doesn't have to write an IOU. He doesn't write IOU. He writes to tell us die. Paid in full. Church, I think that's something worth clapping over. It's paid in full. There is no debt. Worship team, come on up here. He is the just and the justifier of the one who has faith in him. That's the deal. You have faith in Jesus. You're like, it's gotta be more complicated than that. Well, pardon me, but you didn't write the rules. And you sure ain't got the money to pay for it. You don't have the blood to pay for it. But he does. And he did. That's the gospel. That's the good news of Jesus. I, I just think you ought to get excited about that, church. I just think that's an amazing thing. I, let, me, let me tell you this story, and we're going to sing, and we're done. Listen, my, when my, and my, my daughter Elizabeth's here today. I should have asked permission before I tell an Elizabeth story, all right? But, but my fan, this is part of being a pastor's kid, all right? We, were, we lived next door to some some dear friends who had a different faith belief. And she came over one day and she goes, your girls know a lot about Jesus. And I'm like, well, I hope so, you know? And, and, and she goes, um, no, I, she goes, there was something I, I didn't, I, I hadn't quite understood this is how you believe. And I said, I, tell me. And she goes, well, we were over at the house and, and I made some cookies. And, and I put out the cookies and milk and, and your girl said, okay, we're going to pray. And she said, well, we're going to leave the room. And they said, why? And, and she said, because we, you know, you're going to pray to Jesus. And they're like, well, who else would we pray to? You know, and, and, and um, so they left the room and my girls prayed and they came back and they ate the cookies. And she goes, um, and then Sarah said, why, why did you guys leave? And she said, well, you were going to pray to Jesus. And she said, well, well, what, what do you believe? And, and she said, well, we don't believe in Jesus as, as the one who takes away our sin. So Elizabeth, um, as a seven-year-old attorney, um, says, um, so how do you pay for your sin? 
She goes, we do good things. And Elizabeth said, well, but you do bad things. So you just, as you do good things, you do more bad things. And she said, well, we try to do more good things than bad things. And Elizabeth said, isn't it just easier to let Jesus do that? Yeah. Church, that's the gospel. We're, we're not going to sing a sad song this morning. We're, I, I'm not going to have you raise your hand, stand, do anything. I, I do want to say this this morning. This morning, we're going to take communion right now. This reminds us of the body and the blood of Jesus, a body that came and, and walked this earth and, and fished and fed and touched and cured and loved and healed. And blood of a covenant that is a promise for us that what he did on this earth in his body, in the bread, in his physical body, goes on forever. Because he could do it. Because he could pay it. And this morning, if you've not been walking in that truth, if you've been walking in another truth, this morning, I, I encourage you, come back to this truth. Live in this truth. But here's the other thing. If you have never trusted him, then this morning, this is the prayer that I would encourage you to come and get communion and take it back to your seat. And before you take this communion, just say this, Jesus paid it all. I trust you. I trust you. This is, this is the gospel that I believe in. And if you want to come down here and pray this morning and pray it down here, you're welcome to. If you want to pray it there, I would say this. Tell somebody before you leave that you believe. Get into a group and start getting discipled. Learn how this, how this Holy Spirit steps into your life on a daily basis and moves you. Learn, learn how you can lean on him as a father. Even maybe your image of father isn't good. This is the gospel that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, but by his grace, because of what he does on the cross, the manifest power of Jesus, we are justified, verse 24, by his grace as a gift. You didn't earn it. You didn't deserve it. But that's the whole nature of a gift, isn't it? The wage of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus. And here's the best part of the through Jesus. The through Jesus isn't just heaven. It's now. You start living life seeing it different. It changes everything about everything. When you know you are the beloved, it changes everything about everything everything. Pray with me, Jesus, this morning. If there's anybody in this room that's not walking with you, I pray in the name of Jesus, they would remember that they are forgiven if they put their trust in you. That even right now, as I'm praying, they would just in their spirit, 
And maybe they don't even know what that means, but just express out to the God who made them, who loved them, who called them, who will fill them, that they trust in Jesus. Just in your spirit, not, not out loud, just in your spirit, just pray this, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I trust in your sacrifice on the cross for me. Let me see myself as the beloved because that's what I am. Let me live different, but know this. My living different doesn't prove your love, doesn't prove my love for you. It proves your love for me.